Gracia. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 18th of January, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Wednesday the 17th, Kashi Kaladze, Tbilisi's mayor, sharply criticized the United National Movement, or the Natsebi, and its affiliates, calling them elderly swindlers and accused them of causing hysteria. Kaladze is suspected of laundering money through various city projects that seem to go very, very slowly because the money is not really being spent on the projects, such as the renovation of Tzedatelli Avenue. Despite the project's expected completion, it appears to have been significantly delayed with less than 20% progress reported as of the latest update and the deadlines looming. In response to these developments, the opposition began discussing this situation, highlighting the project's delays and potential financial irregularities. Kaladze, in turn, has countered these allegations by talking about who's doing the swindling. Kaladze dismissed the opposition as unfounded since Misha's in jail, relevance unsure, underscoring the government's commitment to key projects like the Tzedatelli Avenue that isn't really even barely begun. Kaladze's remarks are set against a backdrop of internal conflicts within Natsebi. According to him, he cast doubt on the integrity of new political parties, hinting at their ties to Natsebi and questioning their loyalty to Georgia. By questioning the loyalty of these parties, he might be attempting to frame them as not genuinely representing Georgia's interests or being potentially influenced by foreign agendas. This approach can sometimes resonate with some befuddled voters who are concerned about national integrity and sovereignty, especially in a country like Georgia, which has a complex history with external influences and internal political challenges. Papawashvili, Speaker of Parliament, made a Facebook post where he accused the opposition of using platforms labeled as European, liberal, or Western to attack the church, alleging that these actions not only aim to harm the church, but also undermined the ideas of liberalism and Western values. He suggested that these attacks were part of a coordinated campaign to demean Georgian values and symbols historically significant to the country. <sighs> Just again. In response, on Monday the 18th, Anna Natsvili of the Lelo Party called on Papuashvili to clarify his stance on Joseph Stalin's role in Georgian history and the Georgian Orthodox Church. Good question. Natsvili criticized Papuashvili for his stance regarding Stalin's role in Georgian history and the church, urging him to openly say whether he considered Stalin's influence positive or negative. On Tuesday the 16th, Georgian journalist Nika Gvadami, a founder of Vadi Arki Channel and a vocal critic of the current government, announced his entrance into the political arena. However, Gvadami has not explicitly confirmed whether he will be a candidate in the elections or assume a leadership role in a political party. Recall that he was an MP in the past. Social media statement published on Monday the 15th, he called for a broad political opposition coalition to participate in the crucial parliamentary elections in October 2024. This move comes after his recent release from prison and receiving the International Press Freedom Award. Varamia's aim, he has said, is to foster new leadership in Georgian politics. His entry is seen as a significant shift in the political landscape with potential implications for the upcoming elections. On Monday the 15th, a delegation of the ruling party, the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, led by Chairman Irakli Kobachidze, went to China. Irakli Chikovani, the vice speaker, emphasized Georgia's role in the Middle Corridor, an international transport route linking China 
with Europe via Georgia. The delegation met with key Chinese officials, and they talked about the deepening of political and economic ties following last year's strategic partnership agreement. The move has sparked debate in Georgia with opposition leaders like Tina Bokochava of the Natsebi voicing concerns over the potential political shift away from the West towards China. However, others see ties with China as economic opportunities. Georgia between East and West and North. Still on the visit of China on Tuesday the 16th, Nikolos Samkharadze, chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee, highlighted China's stance against the recognition of Abkhazia and Tsinvali, South Ossetia, underscoring the significance of China's commitment to international law and its role as a major global player amidst Russia's challenges to Georgia's territorial sovereignty. On Thursday the 11th, political analyst Nodar Karshiladze commented on the internal dynamics of the ruling party, Lutsneva describing it as a civil war. Marshiladze attributed Bidzina Ivanishvili's return to politics to internal conflicts within the party, highlighting the power struggle among key figures. He outlined the distinct roles and influences of Tbilisi Mayor Kachikaladze, Chairman Idakli Kobachidze, and Prime Minister Idakli Kharabashvili within the party structure. The analyst also noted the influence of Ivanishvili's close associates in key security positions. According to Karshiladze, the turmoil within Otsneba reflects deeper challenges the party faces in maintaining unity and public support. On Tuesday the 16th, Mikhail Sarjeladze, chair of the Human Rights Committee of the Georgian Parliament, met with U.S. Ambassador Robin Dunnigan in Tbilisi. They discussed ongoing cooperation between committee and the U.S. Embassy. Key topics included Georgia's progress on human rights reform and aspirations for European Union integration. Sarge Veladze highlighted the government's dedication to working transparently on EU recommendations, while Dunnigan congratulated Georgia on its EU candidate status and expressed support for further reforms, like starting them. On Monday the 15th, Ted Tsulukiani, Minister of Culture, announced an upcoming exhibition in Poland to showcase Georgia's rich Christian and European heritage. The announcement came during the closing event of the Europalia Arts Festival in Brussels, which prominently featured Georgian culture in its latest edition. Tsulukiani, speaking at the festival that celebrated Georgian polyphony, remembrance, and avant-garde art, also mentioned planned cultural festivals in Tokyo and Louisville, France. On Tuesday the 16th, Mariam Kvirvishvili, a deputy economy minister, heralded 2023 as a banner year for Georgia's tourism and aviation sector. The country's three international airports collectively served over 6 million passengers, representing a 35% increase compared to 2022. Tbilisi International Airport also experienced a 23% increase in passenger traffic, while Kutaisi and Batumi airports also saw substantial growth. The increase in air traffic has been linked to a rise in international tourist visas with more flights from Europe and the Gulf countries. On Tuesday the 16th, the Minister of Internal Affairs reported a sharp decrease in the number of Georgian citizens staying abroad in 2023, with a 62% decline compared to the previous year. In contrast, 2022 saw the number of citizens leaving Georgia exceed those arriving by 45,000. 2023, this gap narrowed with 17,000 more Georgians leaving than returning. Additionally, the data revealed a net decrease in Russian citizens in Georgia with 31,000 more departures than arrivals in the country last year. On Thursday the 17th, Transparency International Georgia reported changes in the privatization terms of an offshore company connected to Vanoch Kartishvili. Remember that guy? Ivanishvili's business partner. The specifics of these changes remain undisclosed. TI has urged the Georgian government to conform to its own law and disclose the details of these changes, emphasizing the importance of transparency in state asset privatization, especially regarding 
offshore companies and individuals with political connections. Thank you, T.I. On Sunday the 14th, Georgia celebrated National Flag Day. President Salome Zudabashvili spoke of the flag symbolizing the nation's sovereignty and independence, saying it will join European flags and create a new and strong unity. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Lots of you are listening via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Thanks especially to those of you who subscribe. If you ever want to download an episode and just send a very small MP3 audio file to somebody in a messaging app because you think they might be interested, you can download each and every episode on our own website, www.rorschach.com slash Georgia. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thanks. Now I found this.